This episode of The Jukebox is helped made possible by Audible.com, the best place online for audiobooks. Audiobooks are expensive, 30 40 even $50 for one book. Audible has over 150,000 titles to choose from, all of which you can listen to on your iPhone, Android, Kindle, computer, MP3 player. Wherever you are, Audible has you. A membership includes one free book a month and discounted rates on all extra titles, saving you boatloads of cash. Many of the titles are even read by the author, and if you're like me, you love a good music autobiography. How about Neil Young's latest book, Read by Neil Young? Or the Heart autobiography, read by both Anne and Nancy Wilson? You got it. Listeners of the Jukebox can get a free book download and month on us to check out the service. Free. You keep the books you download from your subscription. Head on over to audibletrial.com slash jukebox. Again, that is audibletrial.com slash jukebox for your free month and book on us. Now, on to the show. You're listening to The Jukebox, your monthly dose of the very best indie music around. Please welcome your host, Brett Stewart. Hello, hello, hello. This is Brett Stewart, and you are indeed listening to The Jukebox Podcast. This is our episode for Sunday, October 25th. 2015. Thanks for joining us. We have some terrific music this month and we cannot wait to get into it. But first, let's do some housekeeping. As always, the Jukebox promise is that we will never play anything less than exceptional music. So if you don't like reggae or hip-hop or classical music, folk, country, uh, big band, acapella, Anything. If you don't, if there's something that you have a preconceived notion that you don't like and we play it on the show, leave that notion at the door and give it a chance because music is so profound and what we've been able to do here with this show the last six, seven months is turn people on the sounds that they never would have found. And partly it's because these are all independent musicians and they don't get the play they deserve. And the other part is that you don't know what you really love until you find something that clicks. Uh, and hopefully, we're able to do that for you, and we've been seeming to be able to do that for a lot of our listeners as of late. And all, as always, please let us know if we do that for you. You can contact us at jukeboxpodcast.com, and that brings me to the next piece I want to talk about, which is our submissions. The last couple months, we've been doing submissions where we ask a question on the show, and you guys respond with a song. All those questions end up in a playlist that is available on the website either via Spotify or via YouTube, and it's a fantastic way for our audience to really connect and create this community, and even more so to uh, find new music, because when we put these playlists out, I put all the music you guys send me on them, and I think as a result of that, they're incredibly eclectic playlists. So check those out. They're very much worth your time. The last couple months have had questions such as, uh, what is the first record you ever bought and why? What is your favorite cover song? Um, what is a song that got you through a hard time? That was last month's, and you'll notice that that one is not live yet. The reason behind that is we got so many uh, unbelievably personal answers. They were beautiful. 
everything that was heart you know wrenching and heartwarming at the same time and everywhere in between because music has a really fantastic way to get you through a hard time so what we're going to be doing with that is we're actually going to be overarching that into a series on my website again you can find this at jukeboxpodcast.com where we're going to be talking all about the the impact that music has on us and we're going to tie that into this playlist and that playlist will be available this coming Friday on the website and then the playlist for this month's question will be available November 15th. This month's question is the following. What is your best pump up workout song? Now this will be a really upbeat playlist and hopefully it'll get all of us uh, moving a little bit. I sure know that the cookies down at Trader Joe's are preventing me from doing that as much as I would like as of late. So please send those in. We want to hear from you, and we're going to create a playlist that all of us can get working out to, especially now that the fall is coming to a close and it's about to get real dreary and real dark and real cold. So now is the best time to get out and run and get active. So, uh, again, you can send those over. Just go to jukeboxpodcast.com, and you will find all the info that you need. My edition will be Bruce Springsteen's Dancing in the Dark. How can you not love a little bit of Springsteen when you're trying to get on the treadmill? He'll get you moving. Now, I want to talk about a couple other very brief things. The past couple of months, we've been teasing at these uh, interviews that we've been recording, and we haven't been putting them out because a lot of a lot of work has been going into them. A lot of prep, a lot of execution, a lot of editing, because it's not just a straight-up interview that we've previously done on the jukebox here in the past. They're uh, features into these artists that are full episodes in a way. They're not long, but they consist of an interview in different parts. They consist of playing the artist's music, talking about all different subjects, having debates and discussions, and it's really fun, really fresh stuff that I know you guys are really going to enjoy. And in addition to that, the reason it's been taking a while is because we've been focusing on doing some pieces with some really, really compelling people. Because I know my audience now, I've been doing this for seven or eight months, and I figured out that two types of people listen to the jukebox. Independent musicians and people who love independent music or love music in general, and often those two overlap. So I want to make sure that all the stuff being played on the jukebox is relevant to both those audiences. So the interviews that I can confirm that are coming out, and the first one will be coming out this coming Wednesday, there's a bunch of stuff coming down the road, is an interview with Chris Knoll, the longtime instrumentalist who performed and toured with John Denver. Actually, the last pianist to play with him up until his untimely death. And we sat down with Chris and talked all about the music he's recording, the music he recorded with John, his relationship with John, uh, moving forward into the music industry and how to thrive as an independent artist and as an instrumentalist. And he is uh, insanely talented. I cannot sing his praises high enough. So that's coming out on Wednesday, and then following that, we have another interview with Gordon Raphael, producer of uh, Regina Spector and The Strokes. Uh, pretty big names, and he's been working with a band called Red Martian, and we're going to be doing a feature with them as well. Had a terrific conversation with their frontman. That's all coming out later in the week as well. And then next week, we're going to be sitting down with the creator of Yeezer. You heard me right, Yeezer. That is the new online uh, mix-up of Kanye West. Jesus and Weezer. Really, really cool stuff. This kid is one of the most talented people I've seen in the independent scene in a very long time. Go find it on YouTube. They keep taking it down and they shouldn't because it's a work of art. It's really, really good. Check it out. Anyway, we're going to delve into this month's first song because that is what we're all here to do. 
and I'm going to find that song right here in my show notes because I am a very prepared host. <laughs> okay, the artists that we're going to be playing first are the Lovers of Fiction. Their song is called Another Song. They're a Portland, Maine-based indie rock group formed when classical composer and University of Southern Maine professor Dan Sonnenberg surprised three former students by asking them to join his rock band. How cool is that? I wish I had professors like that. Another song is the first Lovers of Fiction song written by someone other than Dan. In this case, it was written by their main instrumentalist and guitarist, Jimmy Doherty, who is an accomplished songwriter in his own right and hopefully will be writing more for the band in the future. The tune was literally a result of Dan coming to Jimmy and saying, hey, we need, a, we need another song for this album. The full album is going to be released on December 18th. You can listen to a couple tunes on Bandcamp. That's loversoffiction.bandcamp.com. And you can also pre-order the, the recordings and uh, download the two for free right now. This song is amazing. I absolutely love it. It has this sort of romping, carefree... Uh, sound that almost sounds like something out of the basement tapes. Like, I would align it with Bob Dylan and the band's basement tapes, where it's just carefree and it's just phenomenal musicians all getting together and making music and it is just joyful to hear. So without further ado, our first song, Lovers of Fiction, Another Song. Yeah. 
man, I hope they do write another song and another and another and another after that because that is some killer rock and roll. Now let's drastically depart from that because we are king of doing that here on the jukebox and let's listen to an artist named Philip Presswood. His new album is Love, the fifth season. It's a three CD set of brand new music available for pre-order on his website. That's just philippresswood.com, exactly how it sounds. He's been coined the male Enya, and I think that's a pretty apt comparison, except he takes that Enya sound and he builds upon it to create something that is infused with contemporary musings and stylings. Now, we're going to play two songs off of Love the Fifth Season. The first is Only I Can Dream of You, which incorporates vocals, and the second is Heartstrings, which is an instrumental piece. It's a very long record, so there's a great mixture of both these on the record, but I think these two songs in particular are a phenomenal microcosm of what you're going to hear if you decide to go out and pre-order Love the Fifth Season, which is available November 3rd. Without further ado, Philip Presswood, Only I Can Dream of You. Dream of love and dream of 
Now I think you'll notice that while that Enya comparison again is very apt, there's a whole lot more going on there and there seems to be a electronic influence very prominent in Presswood's work, especially on that song. But like I said, this is a very long record and has a bunch of music on it. So without further ado, check out Heartstrings, which is an instrumental off of Love, the fifth season. and all of its brevity is probably one of my favorite independent instrumentals of the year. That is a really terrific record. Check it out. Pre-order it November 3rd. I can uh, put my stamp of approval on all those songs, and even though it's a lengthy record, it really is worth your time. Now, let's talk about Airplane Mode. Airplane Mode is a band from Texas. You can find them at apmode.bandcamp.com. Their new release is Slate. That's the name of the album, and this is a tune off it called Joyride. This is just a joyride through rock and roll. It's a really killer tune. Check out Airplane Mode. 
indie rock at its finest man i hear a little bit of a modest mouse type influence in that in that i get real excited when i hear music like that check out airplane mode slate is a really terrific record here's another independent artist who is just getting her footing her debut ep moving on was released recently her name is michelle vanda uh, she has new music coming out in december and currently she's number 22 on the reverb nation charts in los angeles which has secured her a subsequent publishing deal so a lot of good things are coming toward vanda and she's very very talented and both these songs are off moving on the new ep the first song we're going to be playing is i struck gold and then the second song is alone let's start off with i struck gold michelle vanda
There's something so raw about the sound that Vanda is producing. It has a, a rock vibe to it, and it has that grit, but it has pop sensibility, and it has that punch, and it has that kick of a good pop song, and it also has some R&B influence, and her voice really lends itself well to that soul, really soulful R&B type style. Um, I want to take one quick moment to talk about something very briefly. When you listen to the jukebox, uh, it hopefully sounds very polished. And that's because a lot of work goes into this show to make it sound that way. And that's not the way it initially comes out. A lot of work goes into it. It's not like I just set up a mic and talk. Uh, A lot of work goes into it, especially because if you think about the logistics of this show, we have a very, very long show that is jam-packed with all different sorts of audio files and all different sorts of formats, whatever we can get them from the bands, hopefully the best format possible. Uh, all mixed by different people, all mastered in different ways, and without getting weighed down in technical jargon, what I'm getting at is that when all these are mixed and mastered and produced and recorded in dramatically different ways, uh, we have to make some adjustments, some very minor adjustments, in order to make everything sound fluid. For example, a good mastering makes sure that the volume is pretty steady throughout. We don't want you to have to turn down the volume drastically because a song gets way too loud after a soft song that was way too soft or something like that. So a lot of work goes into the jukebox to make sure you have a fluid experience like that. And we always do our very, very, very best to not toy with anything that these wonderful performers have done with their work. And we've had we've had great success with making the show sound good without doing that. But anyway, the reason I'm going on this little tangent is because Vanda's music is incredibly well mixed and mastered and for me in a studio to plop that into the jukebox and really not have to do anything is uh refreshing and not to say that other bands and artists here don't do the same uh but these tracks in particular are very well produced and that's something that really attracted me the vanda sound and i think that's what is helping her get this footing now that said i do want to make an asterisk that almost everything on the jukebox is produced of, of this quality as well uh, we've had phenomenal luck and success with getting some really uh, exceptional mixes from people. Uh, so anyway, I just thought I'd, I thought I'd interject that in there. That might be interesting to some of you, or it might not be. And I just rambled for a minute and a half, and you're never going to get that back. So 
It's okay. You will get back, or you won't get back. Your time that you're going to be spent listening to Michelle Vanda's Alone. Don't worry, you're not going to want it back. It is a amazing song, and it's a huge contrast to I Struck Gold. Check out Michelle Vanda, Alone. He looks at himself from another direction Never wanted any help Love and affection Now he dreams of what he'd have If only he'd been a better man What about now that you That is a song that very well could have been an answer to last month's question about what is a song that got you through a hard time. And I love the contrast between that and I Struck Gold because it really is a soulful song. Goodness, she brings the emotions on that. The next band, uh, real close to my heart. I love these guys. I think they're terrific. They're so much fun. They're so friendly and kind and, and outgoing, and I love their style. Their name is Peculiar, and it's pronounced just like peculiar, but it's written P-Q-L-Y-R. Again, P-Q-L-Y-R, but it's pronounced peculiar. Uh, 
They just put out a record pretty recently. It's called Exothermic. They put it out in July, and they're a male-female duo from Birmingham in the UK with a female vocal lead. Their influences have been the England Grey Nintendo and the post-punk 80s era, such as The Cure, uh, Massive Attack, Dream Pop, Electronic, Musical Nightmares and Dreams from Yesterday and Maybe Tomorrow. Welcome to their peculiar world. I love these guys. That is really cool. The first song we're going to be playing is Way to Go. It's the last tune off of Exothermic, which came out in July. And then we're going to follow that up with Tight Wake, which is a new single that came out this month. Check out Way to Go by Peculiar off of their album Exothermic.
I think if you were going to sit down and try to classify Peculiar into a genre, you'd have a bit of a hard time. Because it's clearly experimentalist, and there's some electronic influence in there, perhaps even some dance or some house or some dubstep. But there's also some classical influence there, and some indie rock, and a little bit of pop sensibility, and perhaps even some gothic romantic-type themes that are personified through those spindly, almost Halloween-esque organs and all that just wild stuff really out of left field all over the place. We're going to follow it right up with Peculiar's new single, Tight Wake. You can find these guys on Bandcamp real easy by just searching their name. Again, Peculiar is not spelled like Peculiar. It is spelled P-Q-L-Y-R. Make sure you're searching for that when you're trying to find these guys. Check out Tight Wake, their new single from this month. I thought playing that new single by Peculiar would do a really fantastic job of bridging that gap and showing that 
they're all over the board and they're doing really innovative stuff through a bunch of different platforms and you should definitely check them out. Now I want to talk very briefly about one of our sponsors. It is the wonderful Plectone. Now Plectone, that's P-L-E-C-T-O-N-E, is a small but growing guitar products company dedicated to one simple goal, helping you create great music. Their first guitar pick product is a new twist on an old aspiration to make a double strike pick. Now this pick is called the Plectone Double Pulse and it allows guitarists to strike each string twice, producing fuller, richer, and brighter tones. It's a little pick that consists of two so- of a soft coupler attached between two uh, Tortex guitar picks, and it's a patented it's a patented design that uh, allows you to strike strings independently, pr- producing tremolo sounds and giving your guitar a whole new dynamic. Now, as I've talked about on the show, you guys have heard that I recorded my last album heavily with a Plectone. I love Plectone. Uh, the main criteria for having any sponsor on this program is that the sponsor is one, relevant to our audience, and two, someone that we believe in. And I really believe in Plectone because I think it's such a simplistic product, and it's almost like, how have we not had this before? Uh, how has no one thought of this before? And, and obviously, people have attempted to create something similar, and and Rob Taylor and the, and the guys at Plectone have nailed it. And, and, and we're going to be talking with him, hopefully, this month, and really getting into what's going on over at Plectone, new products that are coming out, what they're going to be working on. That'll come out as a separate episode, and we'll have a lot of fun with that. Um, but it's just a really compelling pick to me, because when I play it on my guitar... I get really wild sounds out of it. It almost makes my six string sound a little bit like a 12 string. Uh, gets me a little more volume, which as I've talked about on the show, allows me to perform in venues such as hospitals and wards where I'm playing to lots of people who ne- can't necessarily come out of their rooms. And as a result, that allows me to be in the hall and get my guitar out there a little more full because I can't bring a guitar amp into a into a hospital. So that's just one of many, many, many Uh, opportunities that you could use Plectone to improve your play. And if anything, it's just something worth trying. You can go and grab it on Amazon. You can get free two-day Prime shipping if you're a Prime member. How can you not love that? Get it at your door in two days. You have it for your next gig. You can try it out. It's super easy to play. Whenever I'm with another guitarist, I let them try it, and they're always surprised about how easy it is to just pick it up and use because it looks a little bit daunting as if somehow it might change your playing style. It doesn't. That's the great thing about it. The accessibility of this product is really, truly exceptional. I love my Plectone. I have a couple of them. I tour with them. I keep them in my bags. And uh, I would not be recommending them to you, and I would not be going on a little spiel if I didn't think that they are worth your time and your money and your support. So please go check out Plectone. They're our sponsor. They help keep the show afloat. And more importantly, they help keep, keep you creating amazing music and new sounds And if you just want to weigh the spice of your guitar and try something different, this is the way to do it. Again, that is Plectone, P-L-E-C-T-O-N-E. You can find them on Facebook, on Amazon. Check out the sponsors page on our website for more info on them, including a really cool video of the pick. But anyway, I want to get into our next artist. These guys are called Seagrave. They were founded in 2004, and they embrace elements of 80s classic rock combined with some contemporary styles. Uh, The End of Silence is their new record from which this song is part of their Finnish band and um, this is their their third studio endeavor but their first full length LP Uh, it's a sharply produced romp through their 80s stylings that taps into the band's own authentic aura 
And when I when I was taking a look at this at this album because I reviewed it on my website, I made the comment that these guys sound a whole lot like Rush, but I like them better. And I don't know if I've done it here on the jukebox, but on the independent spotlight, there's a couple bands that I recurringly make fun of. Oasis is one of them. Uh, and then Rush is one of them. No offense to any Rush fans out there. I just don't get it. I, <laughs> it's to each his own, right? Uh, Rush is not my thing. But these guys embrace that kind of sound and almost that Getty Lee vocal style. But they do it in a way that was more accessible to me and I really enjoyed it. And I've gotten one email. Um, I don't know if that's representative of a larger opinion. About me not playing enough maybe harder rock, maybe even a little bit of metal on the show. And quite honestly, that's just because in the independent community there's not a whole lot of good hard rock and metal uh and we don't get a whole lot of those submissions and we have trouble seeking them out and we're always trying to expand upon everything on the show and the other thing is that we do want it to be accessible we want everything on the show to have some level of accessibility and metal is harder for people to get accessible um it's harder to get into so this i think does that and that's why i was so excited when i found it the song is called into the darkness and it's off of again the band's uh album the end of silence the whole record is really quite good uh so this will be one of the first times on the jukebox and most definitely not the last that we're going to play something that's a little harder maybe even a little more metal uh check out seagrave into the darkness
the jukebox boldly going where the podcast has not been before. Uh, we'll definitely play more of that kind of thing. If you're an independent band that plays something like that, send your music our way. We want to hear from you. In fact, if you're an independent band that plays anything or an independent musician, please send your music our way. We do go out of our way every month to go out and seek music throughout many facets of the community uh, all across the world. But if you want to send music and make my job easier and make the job easier the people who help me do this, uh, by all means do so. We would very much enjoy that. Anyway, we're going to play one more artist, and then we're going to delve into trivia time with Andy Grollo. His name is KnowledgeBorn07. That's his moniker, and uh, he's a hip-hop artist, but he infuses that hip-hop with almost like a Jack Johnson Island Vibes folky type thing. So I want to read a little little piece that he sent me that I think is very indicative of the kind of performer he is and the kind of guy he is, because I just love KnowledgeBorn. I'm a family man who has two children. I currently have a band with two buddies, Eric Moore, who is the drummer, and David Schultz, who is the bassist, and my younger brother, Mark Dyroll, who plays guitar and writes the songs as well. I hope I'm pronouncing Dyroll. Maybe it's Dyroll. Anyway, <laughs> the two songs that we're going to be playing here on the jukebox were recorded and produced by John Gray from Mother Brain Records, and he's been collaborating with John Gray for years. He tends to give his music away as free downloads, but he has it up on Spotify and iTunes and Amazon if people do want to support him, but it's more about getting a positive message out there to the world rather than making a bunch of money, and I love to hear that because that's what this show is about, putting a positive message out there, and not it's not about making money, and in case you were wondering, we, we don't. <laughs> uh, we cover our overhead, but anyway... Um, Knowledge Born is really compelling to me, and we're going to play two songs from him. The first is Play Like a Champion, and this is a very hip-hop track, and I just love it. It hits hard, and this could totally be on this month's playlist of songs that are going to get you pumped up to work out. Then we're going to hit it, we're going to follow that up with a song called True Love, which shows an entirely different side of him as an artist. Check out Knowledge Born 07, Play Like a Champion. I'm gonna build a time machine that could take me away to any place I wanna be. Cause the place where I am doesn't seem the place for me. I like to revisit my past and resurrect my friends and family. If you feel the same way, you can come along and you can jam with me. Will you can jam with me? All of my life, I'm taking chances and chances. Some good, some bad, but that's created this man that's trying to find himself in this world of romance. And scandalous women seem to become every baggage. I got to 10 when I see red before I grab the cannons. Blah! 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 Walking down the street around my waist, picture the ratchet. Johnny, you're too bad. When they try to knock you down, you gotta walk like a champion. When they try to judge and hold a grudge, be a champion. When your back's against the wall, stand tall, you're a champion. When they try to knock you down, you gotta walk like a champion. When they treat life like a game, you gotta play like a champion today. Like a champion today. You're a champion today. 
life is a gamble with fork roads and scandals. Some vacay and sandals, some tried road, no sandals. Spit with fork tongues like ammo, shoot guns just like Rambo. Recruit the youth, camel, shoot steel toe boots, same shoot with blammo. Sound of gun firing, destruction sirens, too much violence. I'd rather hear violin. Man, yes. And you know what? I got a call from Knowledge Born, one of our loyal listeners, Reggae Street. He had a very nice message to pass on. I'm going to tell you after this program, after the uh, Reggae Alert time, I have to do something here. So, Knowledge Born, I want you to stay right there for your message about your nice, nice, ever, ever gift from heaven. Thank you. Thank you. That's some really rad production. I wanted to keep all that weird stuff happening at the end of that. We're going to follow that right up with True Love. These songs are off of his record, The Meaning of It All. You can follow him on Instagram at ButchieBeesWax. That is B-U-T-C-H-Y underscore B-E-E-S underscore W-A-X. Now, this song also features Mike uh, De Guzman. That's D-E capital G. U-Z-M-A-N, the Guzman. Uh, True Love, totally different sound off Knowledge Born 07. I think you're really going to enjoy it. I know I do. She's got flowers in her hair. The wind is blowing it everywhere. But my baby just don't care. As can be, her eyes sparkle like the sea. It feels so good to be free. And I ask, what could this mean? first sight really exists then i swear it's gotta feel a little something like this 
Since the first time I saw you to the last time we kissed My heart's been pounding through my chest and it feels fantastic You keep the love alive by little notes and things that you say And when you're not here physically, I know you're just a call away You got my back, baby, baby, we can make it through If what they say about love, what they say about love is true Knowledge Born 07, everybody. Even though he gives that music out for free, go support him. Go buy it on iTunes. That is a kind of independent music, just like everything else on this show, that if you can support it, support it. And you know what? If you, if you can't buy it, go on go on the website, go on his Instagram, uh, share his music, just like all the other people out here. Download it for free. Really some killer tunes. Now, the next segment is uh, myself and Andy Grolo, a longtime collaborator and sponsor of the show. Phenomenal photographer and uh, does a lot of cool stuff over on the East Coast, and we've been doing this segment the past couple months, and people seem to really enjoy it. It breaks up the music on the show and adds a more personable, uh, talkative aspect to the show, where him and I bounce back and forth and do trivia, and we learn something, and you learn something, and we both make ourselves look like complete fools, especially me this month. I did not do too well, but you know, you'll see. Anyway, check out Trivia Time with myself and Andy Grollo. Now, please welcome Andy Grolo to the jukebox. Okay, we have Andy Grolo with us here on the show. This is a recurring segment that him and I have been doing where... We answer trivia, and we bounce back and forth here to kind of split up the music on the show. So how you doing, Andy? I'm not doing too bad, and how about yourself? I'm doing well. Now, I'm excited to have you back because uh, people seem to really enjoy this segment. A couple people wrote in and expressed that it's fun to listen to. It's something that's different. So to kick it off, how is your photography going? Uh, you know, it's going well. It's the fall season, so I'm getting people asking me for fall shoots. I'm doing senior photos for school. Um, Christmas and Thanksgiving coming up, and I've already have some people 
booking family photos for that. So I think I'm doing pretty well this year. Good. Very cool. Good stuff. Uh, okay. So with our trivia, what we typically do is we bounce back on one another with seven questions. If you get it right, you get one of these. And if you get it wrong, you get one of these. Can you hear those? Yeah, I can hear them. Yeah. See, we got the soundboard working today. We finally figured it out. <laughs> okay. Uh, so how about who started last month? I can't remember. I think you did. Okay. In that case, why don't you kick it off? All right. So this month, my trivia questions to you are all based around the Arctic Monkeys. Ooh, I love the Arctic Monkeys. Okay. All righty. So let's see. Now... I'm gonna start off simple. There's, I'm not. I don't believe there's any uh, multiple choice. So you're gonna have to think hard for some of these. All right. Great. Okay. <laughs> um, first one. I think I could start off simple for you. Uh, the question is, what was the title of the band's number one Mercury Prize winning debut album? Whatever people say I am, that's what I'm not. You're correct. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. All right, let's look at another one. Hmm, there's a good one I saw. I'm trying to think of that I had. Um, here, I'll ask you one about a song I was listening to, all right? Okay. All right, I'm thinking of a song, and it goes a bit like this. I don't really remember the tune, so I'm just going to sing. I'm going to say the lyrics. Don't mind <laughs> me. Um, yesterday, I saw a girl who looked like someone you might knock about with and almost shouted, and then reality kicked in within us. It seems as we become the winners, you lose a bit of summit and have a wonder if you won it all. What song is that? Won it at all, my bad. Not won it all. Um, that's, huh. That's difficult because it doesn't immediately ring a bell for me. Um, I'm going to go, I think it's something off the new record or new being in like two years ago. Uh, what if it's the song I Want It All? Is that correct? That is wrong. Uh, what is it? Despair in the Departure Lounge. What is that even from? I don't even know if I've ever heard that song. Oh. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's from a 2006 album. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Um, one for two. Alrighty. Uh, let's see. Lead singer Alex Turner formed a side project band called The Last Shadow Puppets, but which friend and band frontman did he join forces with? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I have no idea. I've heard the Shadow Puppets, and I love their work, but I can't... What's what's the question again? So which, who is which, the person he, he teamed up with? Yeah, which friend and frontman did he join forces with? Well, I couldn't tell you. I have no idea. Who is it? Miles Kane. Ugh, what is he from? Do you know? The Rascals. Damn, damn, I'm not doing too hot. All right. Okay. Number four. All right. In which year did Arctic Monkeys first headline the Reading and Leeds UK Music Festival? Okay. I'm coming um, at you with these. You are. I'll give you, I got you. I'll give you a multiple choice on this one. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, 2000. Has... Okay. Go ahead. 2005, okay. 2007, 2009, or 2006? Let's go with 2007. 
Oh, six. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> this week. Number five. We got... Um, why was their first album, Whatever People Say I Am, That's What I'm Not, highly criticized? Hmm. Why was it highly criticized? Huh. Um... Well, originally, originally it was called F*** the Arctic Monkeys. <laughs> I can bleep myself there, but that was actually the real name of the of the album, or at least the EP before it. Um, no, sorry, it was Who the F*** the Arctic Monkeys. But, uh, uh, why would there be controversy? Um, they just couldn't take Alex Turner's awesomeness. It just, it just didn't, I have no idea. What was, what was the controversy? <laughs> That's wrong. <laughs> um, I, I got the answer. The answer is the CD cover glorified cigarettes. Oh my god! I should have known that. Yeah, they took their they took their the photo of their buddy on the cover, and he's just smoking a cigarette, staring into your soul. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> okay. Oh god. Alrighty, number six. Let's see what I got for you. Um. What is the name of the band's drummer who was praised by rapper Kanye West in 2006 for having a British style? You know, I have no idea. I'm doing so bad at these. Oh, my God. I can't believe I call myself an Arctic Monkeys fan. I don't know his name, but but I, I, I love him, though, because he has a YouTube series where he, like, goes around and, like, documents. He, he did for a while, anyway, where he'd, like, go around and document their travels. And they'd be, he, he has a great sense of humor. So they, they would just be these hilariously dry skits on the road. But I have no idea what his name was. His name was Matt Helders. Okay. Do I have any more? Right. Yeah, you got one more. Okay. How many of the band's first three albums have reached number one in the UK charts? First three records. Okay. Um, well, their first three records were Whatever People Say I Am, That's What I'm Not, uh, Your Favorite Worst Nightmare, and then Humbug. So I'm going to say two of them. I'm going to say two of them went to number one. Ooh, three of them did. God, I got one out of seven this week. That's despicable. Oh, Lord, I hope I can beat you in this one. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure you can. Okay, all right, I just... <laughs> let the soundboard play it out. Okay, all right, so your, your trivia this month is Guitar Hero World Tour. Now... Ooh. I, I, I know you said that it could be kind of about the songs and everything. I've expanded it beyond that to be a little bit about the game as well. That right. way, because uh, there wouldn't be enough material to just do the songs. So, are you ready for your trivia? I hope so. I haven't played it. I, I played Guitar Hero World Tour two weeks ago. Bring it at me. I don't know much about it. I, I mean, I do, but I don't at the same time. I feel like this is going to sure. be an if iffy week this week with our trivia <laughs> well there's like you know there's a new guitar hero coming out yeah and there's like a new rock days. band and there's a new rock band yeah so that that craze is all is kind of back because it died for a while i bet you remember yeah. when we were growing up and i was really big for a little while oh yeah it was 
All right. You so, had Guitar Hero. You were the man. Oh yeah, you were the cool kid on the block. All right. What year was Guitar Hero World Tour released? Oh, um, no multiple choice. I just gotta take a hit at it. Um, you have multiple choice later. Here, I'll, here, I'll give you some multiple choice. You can go right. 2006, 2008, 2009, or 2007. So somewhere between 06 and 09. I want to say 2008. Oh, yes. You got it. I was All in 8th right. grade when it came out. Yes. Yep. All right. What unplugged live Nirvana song can you play in the game? Oh, I should know this. I, I want to say... I got two. Mm. Oh, I'm going to say it. I know it's going to be wrong because I feel like it's just a different song, but I'm going to say it smells like Teen Spirit. Yeah, I no, knew it. Hold it's on, about hold on. a girl. Oh, that's what it was, dude. That's my other one. Yeah, and, and man, I was looking at that set list because I had never played Guitar Hero World Tour. I only played the first couple. And I didn't know they had, like, unplugged live versions of songs and that sort of thing. That's really cool. Yeah, they do. All right. They also have a uh, section where they play straight, uh, I think it's Tool, and it's probably the worst worst thing I've ever tried oh on that game. <laughs> All right. Your next question is multiple choice. It's how many songs are there on Guitar Hero World Tour? Your options are 95, 74, 86, or 80. You say that again? 95, 74, 86, or 80? Mm. Right, one more time. I, I keep, it's I keep all forgetting. Good. It's all good. 95, 74, 86, or 80? Uh, I'm going to go with uh, 86. Nice. Mm. Nice. All right, there are 86 songs on Guitar Hero World Tour. Okay, what was the name of the music creation system that allowed users on the same systems to gain new user-created songs? Oh, man. I was about to say something, but that, I was, I'm thinking about Grand Theft Auto at the moment. I honestly can't remember at all. I remember playing it, though, because you used to be able to play, like, the Star Spangled Banner and stuff. Um... Yeah, it was uh, it was called GH Tunes. Yeah, that's, I was gonna say Rockstar Editor, but I was like, what am I talking about? That's you know, that's all GTA kind of stuff. But. Sure. Okay, so this is a this is a question that has multiple pieces, so you have to try to piece it together. All right. What systems was Guitar Hero World Tour released on? Hmm. I'm gonna go. I have to, I'm gonna name all of them. How many is there? Am I allowed to know that? Uh, There's one, four. One, two, three, four, or five. There's five. Um, I'm gonna go with. I had it for the PS2, so I'm gonna say PS2. Yep. Uh, if it's 2008, I'm gonna go with 360, PlayStation 3. Um, my cousin had it on the Wii. And the fifth one, one more. Like, I, I don't know the other system, so I'm just gonna go with a computer. Oh yeah, nice job, mm-hmm. very nice mm-hmm. job. Golden. Oh my goodness, you're kicking ass this week. All right, 
who recorded a guitar duel song specifically for Guitar Hero World Tour? I know this. Um, am I allowed to say, if I say one of them, will you tell me if I'm right or wrong? One of who? Like, one, like is it two people or is it just one person? It's one guy. Oh, uh, I hope I get this right then because I feel like it's going to be wrong now. Um, oh, and I have two choices in my head too. Oh, gosh. Um, <laughs> oh, what, what's this guy's name? Oh, what's his name? Uh, am, am I allowed to ask you what someone's name is? You know, I'm not going to say if that's my answer or not. What do you mean? Like if I'm like, I'm going to describe the guy to you and you tell me his name. Cause I can't think of his name at the okay. moment. Okay. Okay. <laughs> he curly, uh, curly, long black hair, top hat. Slash. Yeah. It's not slash. No. No, that wasn't my answer. That's what I was asking who it was. Oh no, that's was... slash though. All right, cool. Um, my my, I'm gonna go with Axl Rose, but I don't think it was. No, it was Zach Wild. Yeah, I don't know who that is. He's a he's a guy who rocks a really. It's a guitar that is like it's like white and black swirl look to it, and he's a hard rocker. And he recorded the guitar duel song at the end of the game, where two players can like bounce off one another and compete. Mm-hmm. So, all right, your final question. And this is multiple choice. Right, cool. A lawsuit caused Guitar Hero to stop using name brand guitars from what guitar brand? So, starting on Guitar Hero World Tour. The guitars no longer had this brand's name on them due to a lawsuit. Your options are Fender, Gibson, Schecter, or Martin. Mm. Want to say them again real quick? Fender, Gibson, Schecter, or Martin? Uh, Gibson. <clears throat> yeah. I almost said uh, one of the others, but, you know. Yeah, yeah. you rocked it this month. I, I, I did so right good here. this week. You did, uh, or this, this, yeah, one, two, three. Yeah, you went four out of seven. Oh, yeah. I went better one than, out of seven. Better than you one out of seven. <laughs> oh, that was painful. All right. So, if people want to keep updated with you, where can they find you online? Um... They can find me on my website, Andy Grolo, G-R-O-L-E-A-U.com. Uh, I don't, I haven't been keeping up with that lately. I got to put more pictures up there once I get my uh, my real laptop all fixed up from restoring it. And they can find me on Instagram at Grolo Photography. And again, Grolo spelled G-R-O-L-E-A-U. Very, very cool. Well, dude, thanks for playing trivia with us. It's always fun. We love having you on the show and we love, I love supporting here, man. your photography. I love being here. Oh, well, thanks, man. Have a great rest of your day. Yeah, you too. Ouch. As as a big Arctic Monkeys fan, that was eye-opening. I hope you guys enjoyed that segment. It's always fun to have Andy on the show. We're going to start wrapping things up. Our next artist is Maria K. Fetz. I believe that's how you pronounce her name. That last name is spelled K-H-E-Y-F-E-T-S. 
first name M-A-R-I-A. So when you're finding her online, you can find her on all social media and across all platforms. Make sure to get that last name right. Again, K-Fetz is K-H-E-Y-F-E-T-S. We're going to be playing two songs of hers. Her new EP is out now. The first song is A Million Little Moments, and the second is Verona. I think she is immensely talented and a joy to listen to. Check out Maria K. Fetz with A Million Little Moments. round out our excursion through Maria's work with another song from her new EP and this song is called Verona Summer romance Or it can feel like home 
Now we're going to wind down the show here. I love making this show. It's one of the highlights of my month, but we want to get this thing out. It's about 3 a.m. right now on the 25th, and we want to get this out on the feed. So when all of you wake up for your wonderful Sunday mornings, you can turn on this episode of The Jukebox. We're going to close this out with one of my songs, and I like to close the shows with something I'm working on because I want you guys to know that I am very much a part of the community that I'm trying to champion here on The Jukebox. For the past uh, couple weeks, I've been working on a project, my first ever archival project. Earlier this year, I remastered all of my previous records, my whole catalog, and put it out on Spotify and all that good stuff. Uh, nine albums. And when I did that, I discovered a lot of wonderful gems. I discovered live recordings, and session recordings, and unreleased tracks, and... Uh, jam sessions and all this really cool stuff that I don't know how it got lost on the cutting room floor over many years, but it but it did. So I'm putting together an anthology because I realized that when I put out nine, almost ten records now, people have trouble finding where to start in my music, and, and this is probably something that a lot of people struggle with as they start putting out more and more records. A lot of the people here in the jukebox are equally as prolific, if not more so. So I wanted to put together an anthology in reverse chronological order of brand new songs that have never been released all the way down to my very earliest recordings. And we're talking early recordings, like 2010, 2011, when I was a real young guy, really young. I sound entirely different on these recordings, and it'd be a fun way for people to go back in time and over the course of a curated set of songs, uh, dig into my music, and, and not just the best songs off each record, but also these live recordings and, and unreleased cuts and all sorts of good stuff. So I've been digging and I've been remastering and I've been building this collection and I wanted to share a piece of it to close out this month's jukebox. This is a recording called Annabelle. It was recorded probably when I was about 15, uh, maybe even a little bit younger, about about 15. And uh, it was one, It's I love it because I've been able to remaster it pretty well. And I think it encapsulates what I was doing as a young songwriter in this happy-go-lucky, carefree, unjaded, uncynical, uh, poetic love song that I was writing as a 15-year-old boy infatuated with a girl. <laughs> and uh, we all have those songs, right? And I just love this song because I think it's it just so... I, I don't think I could ever recreate it. And I don't think I could re-record it. You know, five, six years later, I don't think I could do this song the kind of justice that I do it when I was young. And uh, I, I'm really, this is a heartfelt recording for me just because it has that history for me. And I think it's fun for you guys to listen to because I sound entirely different. And this is the root. This is one of the first songs on that I ever recorded. And as a result, it'll be one of the last songs on the collection. And that collection, I'll have more info on that next month. I'm planning to release it in December. I'll keep you guys posted. You can check me out if you want to uh, check me out aside from jukeboxpodcast.com you can check me out on riversruben.com that is my stage name and that's what all this stuff is released under that is rivers and then ruben r-u-b-i-n not e-n it's i-n uh you can also follow me on twitter at riversruben 
uh, same spelling. And please follow me on Twitter because I finally figured out how to use it. I'm an old man who didn't figure out how to use Twitter until pretty recently. But I'm getting a kick out of it and I love interacting with you guys on it. So go follow me on it. I'll follow you back. We'll have a good time. We'll have a good laugh. Without any further ado, I'm going to close out this month of the Jukebox. Thanks so much for tuning in. It was an absolute pleasure being your host. Again, my name is Brett Stewart. This is the Jukebox Podcast. Make sure to write in with your favorite workout song. We want to hear from you. We want to hear about those songs. And uh, keep rocking. And until next month, here is Annabelle. She's like a lightning bell Shimmering in the dark On its way to my heart She's like a hurricane Knocks me off of my feet Sends me twirling out to the rain Podcast at gmail.com and we'll read your message on the next show. 
The Jukebox is available on all major podcast platforms, including iTunes. You can subscribe and listen to the show at jukeboxpodcast.com. While you're there, download a free album this month from one of the bands that was featured in this episode. 